powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Game Over Toronto. We had an insane game, but before we get into it, let's do a quick shout out to our sponsors. Get all of your NHL playoff action at Sports Interaction. Before the game starts, live in play or how your favorite player will perform, Canada plays at SIA. Doing it right since 1997. With the most competitive odds, Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. 19 and older, and please play responsibly. Now, this game... <laughs> oh my goodness. How did we do this? What? That was a statement game. You, you know, like after the first period, I think mostly fans were feeling very down. First period, dude, I I was stressed up until the game ended. <laughs> you know, no, but I mean like know, but I mean like the first period was so bad that I like I feel like the Leafs like fan base just just saw them kind of you know their demons coming back. Yeah. You know that was that was like five bad periods in a row. Oh yeah, you know it was I mean? it was like the, game the last game and the 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 last period of game three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Into game and I was I was, you know, I try to stay positive, <laughs> but I was very very down. Are on you sweating team. a little bit? <laughs> I was very down on that team in the first period. They looked so bad. Oh, it was. And that, the, the thing that sucked about that period was like we got off to the to the first we got the first power play of the game. Right, yeah. And we did absolutely nothing with it. And as soon as that power play ended, like within ten seconds, Stammer comes back and scores to put them yeah. up one and zero. And to add on to that, like I think it was like the second goal happened like a minute or two after that first goal too. Yeah, it was, on it was a power right play after off of yeah. a bad penalty too. Yeah, and like, they had the momentum know, going into that. And they the you know we had to get a bounce back game because last game was so bad. Like game game four was just awful for us. Hmm. So. I was so worried. Like I, we needed to come out strong. Well, I mean, we didn't. We won anyways. But <laughs> we should have come out strong. You know, the huh. whole question about like the lease mentality was like, you know, after game one, everyone was saying, "Oh, Tampa's going to come out flying in game two. and they did. And everyone was like, "Oh no, we're screwed. The series is over." And I was like, "No, we're going to come out really strong." And then they like limped out. <laughs> they were horrible. And then like the attitude was yeah. just like defeatist and then they just it the went stupid away. penalties too yeah just just randomly too they just turned it on and they just never stopped that was the I best think, part about it. they just know, kept the momentum going yeah after the first period i i want to see like if this had an all or nothing series uh-huh keith's speech in the first intermission uh-huh. must have been godly <laughs> they looked so different so different they looked so amazing coming out of that and yeah, like <laughs> it's hard when you dig a hole for yourself you know you go down two nothing against the tampa bay lightning you know they're not a they're not a slouch you know this isn't the predators yeah you know, in the first round without <laughs> the, you know only, what I mean? the only sweep yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> this is the tampa bay lightning going down two nothing against them it, like puts you in a massive hole mm. and we dug our way out of it yeah and, that's and the- we dug our way out of it through our stars being clutch. Exactly. That's the that's what I wanted to get to first. Um, our stars showed up. And before this game, everyone was calling for Tavares' head. 
Matthews, Marner, their line, their first top line was not performing at all, right? They were being completely shut down. The Tam Tampa did a great job of just stifling all the production that that the first top line was supposed to be getting out of, uh, was supposed to get, right? Yeah. And I don't know what happened. I thought I was honestly really, really nervous because it didn't look like he made a lot of adjustments. And I was expecting essentially the same game, especially after the two goals came in early on in the first period. I was like, oh no, man, this is going to be rough. Yeah, we were but talking they bounced about it. Back. Yeah, we were talking about it in the first period. You know, Harnish and I were discussing, you know, what we were going to say. Listen, listen. And uh, all of these notes, these are like, <laughs> throw them in the trash. God, you know All of them. <laughs> pages of notes they're all gone <laughs> but yeah, we were talking about how like we would have liked to see more uh more adjustments in last game when it was five nothing and we pulled Shalgren because uh -huh. we you know i wanted to see Tavares, you know maybe or uh, sorry nylander maybe switch with marner to get Tavares going you know uh when you're down five nothing that's that's the time to do it right so i was kind of upset you know especially in the first period when we weren't getting anything done uh -huh. and we didn't try that last period so we can like you know, just to get some sort of change in. Yeah. And yep. really the change that they needed, and this is probably true for all of the playoff series, comes from within. It's a mentality shift, right? And sometimes a line change can do that for you. Tonight, like, I don't know what switched. I don't know what happened. I mean, but if they know they, what happened, just keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> but their mentality going into the second period was infinitely different than going into first and i don't like know why they had 48 hours team. to prepare you know for period one yeah maybe that's why maybe it's because they were thinking too much i, I have no idea no idea why they can't start on time i mm. like it's why i don't know why do they have to make this this so hard i was like rocking in my chair the entire game but um <laughs> but they came around to it in the second and they finished it in the third they were phenomenal yeah, yeah. You know, and it, a few a few standout performances that I really want to get into. Tavares and Nylander, especially Nylander, man. Um, after that first penalty that he got, I know it was it was kind of an iffy penalty where uh, Kyle Folk kind of grabbed onto his stick, but still seeing him. Officiating is a whole other thing. We'll yeah, we'll talk about later, that. We'll talk about yeah. that. But but still Not seeing him that. have a bounce back game. He played phenomenally today. And as well as well as Tavares, right? Tavares got a lot of flack. I believe he had like two points in the the last four games that that we played, yeah, right? This game he had a goal and an assist, I believe. Yeah, and uh, that assist was pretty Beautiful. much the goal. Beautiful. Like, he carried that goal, and it was an amazing move, and it was a clutch goal to get. Like it was uh -huh. huge to tie it up there, like that. That we really needed that, and yeah, you know, Nylander, the the penalty he took. It's kind of funny because in last game, in game four, uh, there was a viral clip, you know, on Twitter and Reddit that kind of went around of him kind of coasting to a puck battle. He just gives up on the puck. And that's obviously bad. So when he <laughs> takes a penalty like the one he took, that like half the time it's not called. Like to mm -hmm. me, that's just like trying to play playoff hockey and you not getting the call. And I understand that obviously the officiating has always been like this this series you know what i mean yep. like they're calling stuff so you have to adapt and nylander probably should never have taken his arm and put it on his shoulder uh but at the same time i'd rather that than you know giving up on the play so i like yeah. that from Nylander. at least it shows the drive you know it shows yeah, the definitely and, but it was you know, just 
weird from the from the perspective of the refs, right? Because usually um, my my whole thought process, I'm trying to understand like what's going on in the refs' minds when they're trying to call, when they're trying to call out these penalties, right? And initially, I was thinking, hey, maybe they're trying to call the penalties if they're if the player or that play is directly um, it's directly affecting play, right? Yeah. It's by a puck, but that penalty was completely the puck was already in the leaf side of the uh, the leafs the leaf side and this penalty happened in the the tampa side so yeah. i don't know where the where the thought process was or what what was going on with there and then well, afterwards it was, a, it was a stupid play nonetheless like you know as reg- much as but regardless like wh- yeah. what are they trying to do and then um there was one penalty where the the the, the fans in the building essentially caught the penalty for <laughs> yeah, us like what was going on in that that Dude, was for he was in front too. yeah and he was in the the, the ref was com- looking at the plate completely <laughs> sees it and just ignores it until the fans just go up in arms. And even even on Tampa's third goal, like uh-huh. Marner just straight up gets tripped there, and it affects the like pos- like you said, it affects <laughs> the possession. They scored off of it because McDonough has such an easy lane because Marner gets tripped. Officiating is an enigma. We can like it's it's too hard to talk about it because like what do you say it's yeah. just super inconsistent. So. It's, it's inconsistent. It's not even like the refs are the, are the same. Uh, throughout the entire series for the for the the Leafs, right? Like this isn't this isn't the precedent that's being set in the rest of the series as well. Yeah. This is purely our own series. It's like yeah. the Leafs are playing yeah. in a bubble, and the reference is existing within this bubble. <laughs> yeah, I think on the broadcast that it, it said something like two hundred seven, two hundred nineteen, yeah, two hundred nineteen. <laughs> and this was in the second period <laughs> in just this series alone. That's wild, wild. But yeah. you know, at least the refs. Actually, I can't even say the refs were consistent in this series because in the third <laughs> period they just threw the whistles away. But you know what? Whatever. We won. Who give who cares? Yeah. We won. Like, holy shit. Uh yeah, unbelievably go clutch game from Tavares and Nylander. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Even like on Nylander, um, I forgot what period it is. I think it was the second where he drove the net and he nearly scores on this amazing drive, and he really he gets hit like hard. Yeah, you know, I don't want to hear anyone say Nylander soft, ever. No, none of these players. Sometimes he like lays up a little, uh huh. But he's not soft. He when he is on, uh huh. The dude can drive the net so well. He's amazing at it. Honestly, any all of these players can drive the net. They're all playing really well. It's just it's a mentality thing. They just have to choose to do it. If they do it, and if they have the mentality, they'll. They can get it done easily. There, the, there, there's a reason why these guys are at the top of the in the NHL right now, right? Yeah, it's purely a mentality thing. They just have to get over the mental hump, and then they can they can go out and do it. And we've seen it this game, right? We've saw we we saw it in game one. We saw it in yeah. game three. Yeah, dude, Matthews was banging bodies today. Like yeah. he was hitting <laughs> everything. It was great to see. Amazing to see. I. Yeah. Uh, this was like aside from the first <laughs> period being absolutely awful and you know filling me up with the existential dread the rest of the game was like so nice you know <laughs> like it's so nice it was such an important game like this uh-huh. is three two you know like next game is an elimination it uh, is an elimination. elimination game yeah right and you're going to tampa if you lose this game do you know how hard it is mm-hmm. it's gonna know, be tough to win be two tough. in yeah. a row against tampa like the whole goddamn stat around tampa losing and then like they're 16 and 0 after a loss in the playoffs or some shit like that. Like, yeah, this was a huge game and going yeah. down that early and just winning, finding a way they found a way like 
everything be damned, they found a way. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what you need to do in the playoffs. That is an absolute statement win right there to anyone who doubted the Leafs. And the best feeling about this game um, is that even when they were down two to one after the second, I felt so good. They had such good momentum. They looked like they were dominated in play. And I think the the shots on goal was like 14 to like nine or something in that second period, right? So they were yeah. laying it out on there. And it's it's funny because it's a stark difference between um, game three where we were uh, we were up. We were, we were, we were up three, three to two. Nothing. Yeah. Well, and then in the uh, going into the third, we were up like three to two. And I was nervous. I was like, holy crap, yeah, this is going to we be were- tough. Tampa essentially did what we did in game three, where they just turtled com- like completely mm-hmm. for effectively two periods. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they, uh, they paid the price for it. <laughs> you know, they really paid the price for it. And, you know, we were excellent. It, there, there is something to say about like going up that early. Cause like we've seen it a couple times this series where uh, it starts, <laughs> you know, the other team starts pouring it on and score effects kind of start taking a hold. And, um, you know, you got to stay on your toes in this series. You can't, you can't give the other team an inch, neither the lightning nor the, the Leafs. This is, this could be a conference finals. You know what I mean? Like there is that talent. I'm not saying the Leafs of our conference finals because <laughs> we haven't they made it yet, but, uh, they have the potential, paper, right? They are, yeah. yeah. They have the potential and like, you know, Tampa is a contender, obviously. And this is such an amazing series so far. It's so back and forth. And I think this was the, the I, I correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think this was the first time a team going into the third with the lead lost. I, I might be wrong, but I think so. Maybe, yeah. Um, if, that, if that's true, that's a crazy stat. Especially doing that against Tampa. That's yeah. wild. And Bassey, like, Bassey was standing on his head. Like, we easily should have, we could have been up at least another two goals, right? Bassey was on top of his game. Um, but, but- just we're, keep in mind, Campbell yeah. as well. In that first yeah. period, he made some huge stops, right? So we keep do in not us win this game without Campbell. Exactly. Yeah. Like he kept us uh, even being down two and zero. The Lightning could, if he made that, if he didn't make that great stop in the first period, and the Leafs were were down three and zero, this could be a drastically different game, right? We yeah. would be going to OT, and who knows what happens then, right? And yeah, I want to stay on Campbell here because the first goal, the first two goals he allowed, weren't great. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean like especially that first goal that stammer goal it didn't it didn't hit anyone he had a clean look at it it just beat him mm-hmm. and uh you know so like that's tough to come back from firstly and i'm super impressed that he managed to stay in that mindset and just absolutely shut the door for the rest of the game but uh before this game you know in game four he got pulled right and after the game uh came out and you know he had a very long conversation with Keith uh at the bench when he got pulled and then after the game it came out that uh he wanted to stay in you know to battle with the team and Keith pulled him because it was good for the team to get him rest and I was you know before this game started I was kind of of the mindset of like should Keith have done that like if Campbell wants to stay in is that better for his mindset and then when the the period started and he let in those two very you know mediocre goals that I think Campbell might (laughs) have stopped if he did stay in potentially like i don't know if he was in the right mindset mm-hmm. you know what i mean okay, okay that scared the shit out of me going into the second period because your goalie needs to be on top of his game to yeah. win in any playoff game it's a huge men- mental game like it, right? just how we were saying with the the rest of the lineup right yeah 
they, they have the potential. Goalies. Yeah, like exactly. Goalies are the mental game is so much more important. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I was like super worried because I was like, oh no, did Keith do the wrong thing of pulling him? He looked fine. He looked mm-hmm. fine after that. Like, what a what a comeback. What a comeback yeah. for everyone on this team. Yeah, and this was a huge everyone. statement for all the doubters, right? Like even Hull. Hull was getting a lot of flack or before this game. game. Yeah. And he, he had a great game. People were calling for mm-hmm. his head saying that he shouldn't be in there. He doesn't deserve it. They should have put in Lily. But honestly, we were saying that too. Like, yeah. Let's be, like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You but know? I, when I'm saying about like the least fans in general, right? Yeah. Like the sentiment around it was that Hall should not have been in that game. But yeah, he played phenomenally. Yeah, he had a great was, game. He had a great game overall. Um, you know, even last game, I didn't think he was like, you know, the two games previous, I think were our, you know, wasn't a good stretch for us, uh, defensively specifically. And he took a dumb penalty in game three. And then he couldn't break out of the zone for the first goal in game four, like three times. He just couldn't break out of the zone and they scored. And that was the first goal. And it's kind of snowballed from there. He's prone to these big gaffes that end up in the back of your net, but he actually had good, good stats in both games. You know, we're like 60% expected goals, but that doesn't really matter in these small game samples. Like, you know, even when we had a guy like Gardner who was a scapegoat and definitely wasn't as bad as he was in, but like in game seven, he was, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, they, there's moments where it looks really bad and you kind of forget all the other great things that he's, exactly, he's doing. Right. Yeah, definitely agree. And, and it, but, well, my biggest thing to go, go ahead. I'll talk about what no, I was just saying it like it, it colors your view of the guy. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And a lot of the times I think Hall does get scapegoated. I mm-hmm. still don't like his transition play. Yeah. I still that's would that's okay one thing I was going to say. Yeah. Um, I think in my but, opinion, Okay, go ahead. In this game, I thought he was fantastic. That's all. Yeah, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I was thinking, my, my whole thing is like, um, even in the last game, it's not like he was a detriment to to the Leafs, like per se, right? I think the biggest thing is the Leafs struggled right now, or the Leafs' biggest struggle right now is not the special teams. Like we were talking about it early on in the, uh, in the series where, hey, the special teams, because the, the teams are so evenly matched, the special teams are... Um, what's going to make the difference, right? It's going to be what puts another team ahead of the other, right? Um, but what's kind of transpired is the Leafs special teams are looking great, but the five on five is where we see the struggle. And a lot of that is the transition game, like you mentioned, right? We're not able to transition the puck into the other, uh, into the camp side, and we're not able to make offensive, I guess, offensive plays or make great plays to to try to get ourselves in the lead or get us back into the game, right? Yeah. And Again, th- that's not what Hall is is brought in for, right? He's brought in to be a PK specialist. He's brought in to, to be a big body in front of the net. He's he's a defensive minded player, right? So yeah. he's not actively detrimenting the Leafs, or he's not being a detriment to the Leafs, right? Per se, but he without Lilligren in there, there's no added spark. Yeah. There's no it's added playmaking. Cost. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I still think that's that's a fair point. Obviously, at this point, like you, he had a fantastic game. You have to keep him in the in the next game, right? You don't want to change anything or shake things up when it kind of worked, uh, especially because it worked in the last, in the second and third period, right? Yeah. Um, but if stuff does go wrong uh, in the next game, again, you could game still seven. play around. Yeah, you yeah. could still play, or, <laughs> play around with that. Lily. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, Hall is an interesting defender in that you know he's kind of 
he hasn't even been here long, right? He's only been here a couple of years, but uh, he's been here long enough where, you, you know, the shine kind of rubbed off him. You know, we don't kind of view him the same way we do the younger players. And part of that is just, you know, bias from a viewer perspective. You know, you generally want to think positive things of pieces you've just gotten or rookies or anything like that. And so a lot of people view Hall in a more negative light than perhaps they should. But oftentimes he gives them a reason to, right? And so I agree with you. Like Lilligren is probably the better five on five guy, but uh, Paul worked today. Yeah, he definitely he deserves it pretty well. And yeah, like, you deserves. know, yeah. if Lilligren had a game like that, I would say keep him in too. You yeah. know, it's, it's nice to have this many NHL defensemen, you know, <laughs> yeah. we haven't even talked about Sandine who hasn't seen a game uh-huh. and is still a really good defenseman. <laughs> We're very lucky that we haven't had an injury, but if we do, we know we got guys behind us to, yep. to back us up. And uh, that's great to see. Yeah. I and, do think, yep. however, that uh, we still had trouble transitioning out of the D zone, specifically in the third period for a, a little stretch. Uh, and uh, the primary pairing that I don't like is that first pairing. Yep. Riley Bush. Yeah. Agreed. Riley, like, even though he scored today, I didn't think he was good. Did you see, do you remember that giveaway he had like, yeah. in the, in the second period that resulted in a breakaway? Uh-huh. He tried like dangling like three guys as the last D man back. And I was just like, no, like, don't do that. <laughs> That's see, not a good idea. But that, that, those type of plays I'm looking at that and I'm like, this just doesn't seem characteristic for Riley. Like, I don't know if it's a, if it's an issue with linesmen, if it's an issue with chemistry or if he's just making a boneheaded play. It's kind of oh, weird just, in that sense. I think a lot of the puck movement on that pairing is on Riley just because like, we know what Bush is, you mm-hmm. know, we're not, we're not bringing him in to be this elite puck mover. Who's amazing at breaking out. Mm-hmm. And that's why I kind of, I, I find it very weird that we paired him with Riley. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of get it. Cause then he can divert to him and that fixes the transition game. But at the same time, Riley's a guy who loves to jump on a rush. And then mm-hmm. you kind of just leave Bush. Who's a, fairly slow player he's yeah not like exactly he's not brody you know he's not he's not going to be that type of guy Ace. he's he's a third pairing guy who's great in front of the net and is uh-huh. tough but just isn't that great at breaking out and that's fine like that's okay but you're putting him in such a tough situation where he doesn't have that great of a defensive partner in riley like riley's yeah. not that good at defense so all the times labushkin makes a defensive gaff where he gives the puck away it looks so much worse because Riley's out of position because he's not that great of a defensive defenseman. Like, hey, I don't understand that matchup. And you brought up you brought up Brody. I mean, like that line worked phenomenally in the regular season. I think yeah. that they I think even if um if you don't want to bring in well, it's kind of tough because if you put Riley and, and Brody back together on the first line, you kind of have to bring in Lily Green, in my opinion. Yeah. You put in you put in Lily and Geo probably, and then Boosh, Boosh, uh, who else, who else would you put in after at, at that point? Boosh and Muzzin? Does that really work? Yeah. Uh, Boosh, Muzzin might work. I don't know. Like, they would only take defensive draws if they, yeah. if they ever became a thing. But they don't that's, have time that's together. So that, it's, right? it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. There's new I chemistry think- that you need to build on that. Yeah. And also, like, they just, it doesn't seem like that. that. That's indexing completely towards the other side, too, where you have absolutely no offensive side at all at that point, right? Muzzin's yeah. a great player, but. Again, we don't hail him for his um, for his offensive uh, capabilities, right? Yeah. So it's going to be kind of tough in that sense. 
I don't and, know if that like, works. You know, I agree. Like you, I, I wouldn't mess with the defensive pairings here. It's just something that I noticed in previous games, like not even so much in this game, although there was cases like that in this game, but like mm-hmm. in the series before this game, Riley and Bush had a 38.5% expected goals. They were on the ice for three goals against no goals for 36.4% on shot attempts, uh, shot attempt share. Like that's not good. And Bush like oftentimes gets beaten clean. And I don't think we feel the same way about Bush as we do as Hall, just because he's a trade deadline acquisition. You know, he's a mm-hmm. new thing to us. <laughs> we don't want to be negative to new things. <laughs> and like, that's just a human thing. Like, uh-huh. so I think there is a bit of uh, too much hate on Hall, not enough accountability for a guy like Bush. But at the same time, like, how can you talk about negatives after this game? Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, and guess we what? Do because we have to, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. Like, it's we won. We yeah. won. You found a way, and that's what matters. And we're three and zero. Four and zero. Is it four? Yeah, because we did game eighty-one. Two, one, three, five, and eighty-one. Yeah, and we, we won four in They've a row. all been. They've all been fantastic <laughs> games. Every single one of them. Dude. Matthew sixty goals. Game one, a domination of Tampa. Uh, the game, game three, three one, no, we, we almost yeah like that was that was just a heart attack and waiting to this, happen and it's the beauty. best comeback ever <laughs> Rehef, Rehef's been getting done dirty by the way I feel <laughs> bad <laughs> genuinely feel bad but you know we'll we'll take it I'll I'll take it you know? <laughs> makes makes our life easier uh yeah yeah um what a goal dude I mean, what what a game sorry exactly just crazy now going into the next game right you got to expect the Lightning are going to come back with a fury. They're going to play hard. They're going to play great. And they're playing in Tampa, right? Remember that. They're going to be playing on home ice, right? It's yeah. not going to be an easy game. We had a great game today. We started off bad. We, we ended off fantastic, right? But you better expect the next game is going to be tough. It's going to be rough. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough fought. And the Leafs have to earn it every single minute that they're on the ice. Yeah. They have to yeah. start on time. They cannot yeah, sit back. That's the big thing here. Like, you're not going to have the benefit of your being in your own barn and having the, the you know, crowd hmm. cheering you on. The, the crowd was cheering you know? when we were down to it. It was fantastic to see. Yeah, I was the crowd tweet was about that. Holy crowd. They were loud as hell. And especially once we got that first goal. Oh, man, it was. They it was blew the roof there. out of that place. And you're not going to get that in, in Tampa. You know, they're going to be jeering you every time you touch the puck. You know, like last game, they were like saying Campbell because, you know, obviously you had a poor game. And, uh, you know, if you go down 2-0, <laughs> it's, it's not going to be easier. You know, it's going to yeah. be much harder. So you have yeah. to show up on time. And we've talked about Tampa, you know, countless times about how how they rebound and bounce back so well. And they come out strong every single time they, you know, come off a loss especially in the playoffs. Um, Got to be on your best behavior with the, the officiating. You know, yep. we know, we know what this game has been called. Like, just don't take penalties. <laughs> just try, please. It's difficult. Please try. It's difficult, but yeah, I know, exactly. But like, please. And just got to make the most of it. Right. So even if you go down on a, on a penalty, right, like this game, our penalty kill looked phenomenal. And it looked like it looked similar to the first game. Like he, I think you were mentioning it too, right. Um, in the first game that we played, our penalty kill after we kill a penalty, it looked like we had the momentum going forward, right? Yeah. So you got to do the same thing. Our special teams have to continue being great after a penalty yeah. kill. Even if we go down on a penalty, kill the penalty off, and then bounce back on the rush. Go, go, yeah. make an opportunity, make a play. There's exactly. going to be opportunities like, everywhere. You just have to 
season and take hold of it. Right in this game, you know, Tampa had all the momentum off of a great PK right off the beginning, and then they got a power play and and scored, hmm. you know, to make it, I think, 2-0. Um, you get momentum from these the, from a kill, you know what I mean? You have to, if you do take penalties, your pe- special teams have to be on point because uh, both of these teams have elite power plays, and, uh, you know, it's it's tough to stop. So <laughs> I'm just looking through my notes, and I have, we need to start on time. Dog shit start. Somebody <laughs> fix this team, please. <laughs> Shots are 14 to 3. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm going to delete that. You forget about that. I already That's threw my notes ever. They're already on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Then, okay. In the next game, then, let's let's end off on this. Who do you think... Um, what do you think is our keys key to success? Right? Apart from, obviously, starting on time, who do you think has to show up like obviously campbell Stars. i'll start off campbell has to show up as well right um campbell played phenomenally but he has to continue to play phenomenally if we have a chance right because Vazzy, like we said um Vazzy caliber year in year out right he's he's absolutely standing on his head and he's showing up for the for tampa each and every game we need yeah. campbell to be there as well and he has to he has to have a fantastic game he can't just be ordinary he can't be letting in those those goals like he did in the, in the first has to play fantastic. That's that's my area that I think that the Leafs need to index and need to look into. Um, the Matthews line. That's me. Uh, Matthews has been stifled pretty hard on road games in the playoffs for, I think, the past two or three years. You know? I think a lot of teams, a lot of coaches, play the matchup game very well against him. And uh, what I don't want to see is, like, even in the both Tampa games, uh, they stapled the headman Chernak pairing to that Matthews-Marner line, and they really did a good job of uh, completely negating any offensive production from him. We needed Matthews to get that goal today. You know, We needed Tavares and Nylander to get those goals. You know, It's a matter of your stars producing, and we've had trouble with that on the road. Um, you know, It's been our depth guys going out and, and doing well. We need our stars to, to show up. And we need to find a way to kind of get around that matchup game. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it's, you know, we talk about killer instinct a lot with this team because uh, we suck at game at closing out series, you know, just historically we suck at it, you know, uh, like uh, this is from down goes Brown after game four um, in the Matthews era, the Leafs playoff win loss when trailing the series is seven, three. So they're great when they're trailing series being even is now eight to 10. It's pretty even uh, leading the series one and eight. Oh, geez. <laughs> one and eight. We've won one game when leading the series. Hey, you have two games here, two games here to close out. Come on. Don't we make can do it this. two. Make it one. You, you have one game. Just do it. Yeah. Finish it off. Um, it's a hard. It's going to be hard. No one is saying it's going to be easy. You know, this is not the same thing. I, I, I feel like this isn't the same mentality that a lot of fans and the team potentially had going into Montreal when we were up 3-1. This isn't going to be easy. No one in the world thinks this is going to be easy. No one in the world thinks that, you know, no one outside of Toronto thinks that you can even do it. You know, there's so much doubt. And you're the, you're the underdogs here. You know, even if you're up in the series, like you have to go 
with the mentality that you're the underdogs. I feel like every NHL team does this, and I think there's a reason for it. It gives you that drive. Uh, don't don't be overconfident. And <laughs> did you see Colorado's tweet? Well, when they, they thought they were the underdogs. Yeah, when they series? were like, uh, yeah. against all odds. Yeah, find a way. dude. Like, you had a 95% <laughs> chance of sweeping. Like, shut up. Like, get out of here. Hey, but there's a test. Oh listen, listen. It's like a, it's like a thing with with like boxers and and with uh, martial arts too, where a lot of these these uh, these athletes they need to put themselves in that mindset that they're against the whole world. I think even Brady comes on and says that every single year, where he's like, "Hey, I'm against like against yeah. all odds. We're gonna do this, blah blah blah." Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's you need it's to have be that mindset. You need to you need to know it's gonna be hard. You need to want it more. And I want to see that. I want to see that killer instinct from our stars. I want to see yeah. them take over the game. You know uh because we need them to and we again need them to. It, even if um uh, if they aren't uh they aren't producing right um keith has to have keith has to take a little bit of responsibility and play around with those lineups right um if if the top line is getting stifled today though yeah but i'm like, just saying example, in the future if it, if it does get stifled right consider putting marner down in, in the the uh the Tavares line like yeah. play around with the lineups get people going because you you just want to get any type of you want to get them to click once they start clicking and once they start getting the confidence who knows like they, they're all going to start going after and start uh start taking shots they're going to play with more confidence right yeah so it just takes one it just I takes think, one i think keith made a great adjustment today by putting giordano on the power play mm-hmm. uh the first power play unit and taking riley off of it yeah. um and that's not anything against riley i just thought that was a good change and i thought the power play looked a lot better and i don't know like what it was that that kind of irked me about Riley today. I think, especially on the power play, I think he took too many shots that ended up getting blocked and, and just cleared. So, you know, I'd have to watch the game back and the highlights and stuff to actually make a, a judgment there. But I I thought, you know, by the eye test that the the power play looked a lot better with uh, Geo there. And I, I really liked that adjustment. Plus Kerfa in the second line with Tavares. Yeah. Beauty. Beauty Huge. edition. Huge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess uh was there anything else? Last bit of thoughts before we go, uh, we end this uh, and the Leafs take on Tampa and uh, game we six. Had- a fantastic five on three kill that I think was huge. And Campbell was absolutely massive on that. I think if we give up a goal there, we you know, it's gonna be tougher to get back. So hats off to the special teams, hats off to the Leafs. Go Leafs, you know, they showed. <laughs> They showed they had the tenacity, which is something that, you know, I think has been in question for them uh, for for years now. So just uh, like what can you say about that game? It was it was phenomenal. And then going to game six, like, uh, man, just clutch it up, clutch (laughs) it up, show up and, and, you know, get their teeth in. You're going to the belly of the beast, play, play well, start, start the game off, start the game off strong and end it strong. It's going to be tough, but hey. Just finish it off over there. No finish one said it game would be six. easy. There no one go. said it would be easy. Yeah. Yep. Finish it in their barn. And finally give give Rehev something hopes. to talk about. <laughs> yes, please. Please give Rehev something to talk about. <laughs> Imagine if she gets to call the first fucking uh, series win, win over like, what? Two, since 2004. What's that? 18 years? Ra- Wait, 18? No, that can't be 18 years. No, that's not. No, 2004 you said? Yeah. That's 18. Am I hot? No. That is 18. Yeah, that's 18. We clear. Oh how are we God. engineers, man? How are we engineers? <laughs> we can't even do that. That's eighteen years. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard to fathom that it's been eighteen years. 
<laughs> so whatever, but hopefully Rahef, yeah. please please get to call that. I'm yeah. I'm hoping, I'm praying for you that you don't have another loss. <laughs> and that's gonna be it from us. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure you hit like, make sure you hit subscribe, make sure you're following, click the bell icon, and yeah, we'll see you guys in game six. Get this done, Leafs, please. <laughs> <laughs>